Well, hello again for another quickie. Oh my God, this is, you're probably gonna hate me, but this is part three of the Jesse Weatherly interview. Oh my God, you're probably gonna be like, when is this going to end? Well, this is the last episode out of that very long 50 minute recording we did back in 2018. And the reason why I'm serving it up is because I still think there's a lot of value for you that you don't ordinarily get in Video Legend by inter us interviewing our clients. There's just some really good rock solid insights that haven't really changed in the last two years these are principles that are really you know the same now that we're in a COVID world I've realized in the last four or five six months since we've yeah six months since we started video legend that our audience has extended through to the United States of America there are 30% of you guys now listening to this wonderful podcast and i thank you from the bottom of my heart um stick with me dudes stick with me please i got another 15 minutes of this episode i think it's going to be really great for you um we're going to talk about getting clear getting relevant with your video content um, how to hold high engagement with video content, DIY versus professional, um, and especially if you're in the legal profession, because there's some points here that are going to be really relevant to you guys. So without wasting another second, here's Jesse. We're seeing a lot more video content going up on things like social media and you know, you're suggesting we look at a whole range of even more video content spots that we haven't thought of. Um, we've learned about um, video brochures, which um, to me is just feels like back to the future. Um, but where, where is video going? What's the future of video? That's a really great question. I think wholeheartedly those that do it well will be investing in video marketing, putting the plan in place and creating videos everywhere. You know, the thing is, if you look at the website analogy, for instance, we know that 69% of the time they don't want to read your boring text. They mm -hmm. just want the video that's going to solve their problem quickly and, and show them that they're in the right place. And I think that's really underestimated and undervalued at the moment. And I think, you know, you could do that in a DIY sense, that's fine, or you can do it as professional, it's up to you, you know. But I think it's if you're video-centric right now, I think that's a really great place to be because you can diversify that message and the way that you amplify that and get that across is going to continually work for you in perpetuity if you do it right, if your business doesn't change or the brand doesn't change or the model doesn't change. There's no reason why you can't live on and have an everlasting relationship with your clients whilst not being there effectively. The first time I ever met with a mortgage broker, so I don't like listening to brokers and, and hearing them talk and talk and then you know present all this copy and all these pages of, of text and PDFs and whatever. The best thing this guy ever did was he left the room to print out some documentation that I needed to sign and he said, watch this video. And it went for three to five minutes and when he came back, I was sold. I was ready because it met the learning outcomes of me, right? Wow. We talk about video brochures, but that is the combination between tactile and digital. You know, if you have an electronic video brochure, in a, in a way, you've got them from both areas. You've got, them, you've got them visually, you've got them auditory, and you've got them in a tactile 
you know, hard copy of something that makes it very hard for them to stop listening, you know. To, but to I think them. we think of using video when you're there. You know, video is that what thing that you put on the website. It's very disconnected from you um, to use it in that way as part of his interaction with you. Um, that's quite different, isn't it? I would have thought very few people are actually doing that sort of level of video. Well, I mean, if you go back to the grassroots, why video in the first place? Why? Because it articulates simpler and faster than you can do as a human being. Mm. Okay, so when I talk about that 45 seconds for a company profile video, it might be like, huh, how do, you, like, how do you possibly do that? You do it because you script it and you message it and you know the value that you guys are bringing and the unique selling propositions that you want to try and make sure you get all those guys in there because that, that's what's important. That's all the, the attraction stuff. But it can be done. It's just like when we talk, like you're in a networking environment or whatever, we just talk and talk and talk and talk, right? And there's so much waffle and so many mixed messages there, it becomes a bit of an information overload. And the recipient really, their brain shuts down. When it's not relevant to them, their brain shuts down to conserve calories. That's what it does. Yeah. That's the function of it. So what you need to do is to be able to serve it in a way that's going to maximize that time together. And really, you're not trying to sell them in that meeting. You're trying to get them sort of excited enough that maybe you have another meeting and another meeting and another meeting. A great example is a bookkeeper that came to us and she openly said, look, I get into networking situations and I I talk for five minutes about bookkeeping and nobody really knows and they kind of lose interest and we walk away and nothing happens. And so what she ended up with was a personal profile video that said who she is, what she does, and how she helped. Let me ask you, how long do you think that video was? Well, 45 seconds. 26 seconds. Wow. But she put that on her email signature, on her LinkedIn page, on her homepage, on her blog page, and she just kept getting it out there. So the engagement on a video like that is so high mm. because people don't have an opportunity to switch off. They've got 26 seconds. Who doesn't have 26 yeah. seconds? Yeah. And yet you learn about all these wonderful things about this individual. Coincidentally, she, had, she came up to us once that video had started getting out there and she said, people are coming up to us saying, Pat, I've known you for five years and it's only now that I understand what it is that you do. Wow. So and now so you see you, the power. Like in that example, did you help her with that messaging? Absolutely. To make 100%. that succinct and clear. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so we work with... Okay. We work with all of our clients in a collaborative environment to make sure that that message is absolutely rock solid. And I challenge them in every scripting session to make sure that the wording is clear in a language that is suitable to them. I mean, legal profession are great at this, right? Okay, I'm going to be very clever about the wording I use and all of this technical stuff. And it's great for their colleagues, great for their peers, and is not so great for the audience. Oh, and I see this in legal blogs is that they are written really with other lawyers in mind, not their, their clients, because it just, they're, it's, it's not clear um, for a layman what they're, what they're saying. So, yeah, I think when you're talking to customers and clients that this, this is where you need help. So what I'm understanding here is that what you do is less about just holding the camera and more about making sure that the messaging is right in that video, not just shooting the video for someone because we've all got an iPhone. We can all, you know, we can all take our own, our own video um, and they're pretty good quality and all the rest of it. But this is about that end-to-end messaging and how you use that video. Everyone has a smartphone in their pocket. Everybody is a video producer. 
And that power comes with responsibility. And I believe that the focus isn't on the video creation, on the, you know, how to switch on. Technical stuff, yeah. It's all of the other stuff around it. Mm. It's the strategizing, it's the messaging, it's making sure that you're presented correctly for your target market, then looking after the video is complete, the amplification, so where's it going to go, where's it going to live, and then let's make sure that it's working and come back and measure the results. Is it working? What are people saying about it? Is viewership our, our vanity metric or are we looking at, you know, who, who watched it and actually did business with us? And I think there's probably a place for doing work with you guys and still doing the fun videos on your iPhone if you, you know, if your footy team's in the finals and you get dressed up in your footy colours and do a video and put it on LinkedIn and, and show some personality and do all of that. But there's fundamental aspects about what you do and how you do it that needs to be scripted and done professionally and then on the peripheral of that is all the other sort of you know on the on the spot sort of stuff yeah great way to break it down is professional content professionally scripted all of that stuff it looks it's professional right it's the it's the attraction it's the education it's all the stuff that you want to make sure it's your best stuff that gets them to the sale that gets them to do business with you. The DIY content is great for things like commentary, market commentary. It's short-lived, okay? It's short stuff. It's short sound bites of information. This is, there's been a change in um, a, you know, there's a court decision that impacts on potential clients or change in legislation. This is my quick opinion piece. Correct. Absolutely. And so it's, so it has a life, it has a shelf life. We actually have a DIY program within our business, and what it does is provides that ability to do DIY semi-professionally without having to know how to edit and all this other stuff. So we have a program where you go through um, on-camera training, messaging, learning how to use the technology, all that stuff because we provide that as well. Um, then to literally, re- you know, record your video and then it comes to us and we package it up and do all of the things that needs to happen and get it out there for you. So you actually, so what it's doing is it's getting much better content with and minimizing the downtime for production for people to produce it. Because that's what we hear a lot of people going, oh, well, I've got all my lights, I've got all my camera, I've got to set it up, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, and, oh, I've got, and I've got to do the, the messaging and then I've got to present it and try and get it out there. So they end up with a really, you know, not so great video. Yes, they're getting out there in the video marketing. Great, tick the box. That's awesome. But the time that it's that it's taking for them to do that um, and actually have something that's that's a message that can go to their database is is uh, taking way too long. And we're not creating art, so you do want to be seeing some sort of return on it, whether it's that you know customers are happier or that you're getting business in the door, whatever that measure is, um, you do need to be getting a return. So if you're putting out something, and I've seen this with, you know, and hats off to them for giving it a go, but where you might have somebody outside and they're on their iPhone. Um, I've seen this a couple of times with real estate agents. They'll be outside on their iPhone um, talking about the local area, but I can barely hear them because of the wind noise and all these sorts of things. So it's just, yes, they're doing video and yes, they're putting content out there, but it's just not quite hitting the mark. Yep. And look, at the, the, there's some basics there that I think those guys could literally YouTube and find out how to do properly. <laughs> like we, we don't, we're not really interested in teaching people how to maximize their audio in a windy environment. Like 
you can YouTube that. Like YouTube will give you pretty much every answer that you need. Like that's there now. You can learn those things. You can buy little microphones for your iPhone and all that sort of stuff. I do it. Um, but, you know, that's not really what we're, we're, we're talking about. You know, it's like, yes, they have short-lived content. That's when you think about the, the marketing thing here, they have short-lived content. They wanted to get it out there before the, the sale of thing to maximize the amount of people coming to the auction. That's what they're trying to do. And that video has a, has a shelf life of two weeks or whatever it is, and that's the end of it. You know what I mean? But if I'm looking at them as an agent and potentially to help me, is that the video I'm going to watch? Yeah, yeah. No, it's the one that shows the capabilities and demonstrates the, the thing and all the different offerings they have. What location, narrow do you work in? And, you know, who have you worked with? What are your, some of your success stories? How are you going to make me more money than the, the, the guy? The other tab I've got open on my website. That's the thing. Like, that's insane. If you can't respond quickly on your website, that you're just a tab away from the next guy because they're just looking at three businesses. And I don't care. It's funny, right? Like, it's funny. Yeah. I find it funny. But people don't think about it like that. They think, oh, I've just done the video tick. You know, it's there. It's on my blog. Yeah, we're doing all this content, so therefore stuff will just happen and we'll just get business as a result of that. But the devil is in the detail. And if you're doing content but it's not quite right, then it can, you know, you, you, while you, when you might not have an adverse effect, you're not going to have a positive one. So you're wasting your time and your effort and, yeah. It's time and it's, and it's learning about something that is not part of your business it's not your core business if you're a real estate agent your your business is not video production you know what i mean like it's selling you know um same in the legal profession how much time do you invest in learning this and it's a huge learning curve like it's big yeah i think it's it's completely underestimated the the amount of energy that needs to go into it and if you're going to spend 20 grand on a series of videos do it because if you produce a whole bunch of videos you know will be relevant in three to five years, do the maths yeah. because there's yeah. businesses out there I know about that are spending five grand on radio ads and that's it. It's evaporative marketing. I it's- don't know. Yeah, and I think if you are only going to spend five grand on a radio ad, you're never going to get the cut through um, that is actually going to result in business. And I've, I've seen this with, with clients where they've spent, you know, 15000 on video ads and got nothing out of it. As a business, you want to hold who's ever responsible for video marketing accountable. You want to say, I'm spending 20, 30 grand with you. Show me how to shake this tree enough that it's going to yield the maximum output. And they've poured all this energy into doing this video. Like, I want them to, to see that it is relevant after five years. And more importantly, I want them to be able to look for ways to diversify and get it to the, if it is a bloody thing in an email, one-on-one, send it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's there. It's an asset. It's probably how they want to consume you. So make it easy for them. Don't send them the boring text-based email anymore. Send them that, put a little thing in there. It's, it's going to look beautiful. They'll love it. And, you know, we can show businesses how to do that and, and to make sure that whatever we do yields the maximum opportunity, whatever channel they choose. Awesome. Thank you very much, Chris. Now, if we want to work with you, how do we do that? Come to our video marketing workshop. We run those once a month. That is absolutely hands down one of the biggest, best things. Uh, get all the information that you need from there. And that's, that's a great first introduction before we meet. Otherwise, give us a call. Uh, you can call us directly. You'll find that number on the website as well. 
And we'll put all your details in the um, in the show notes. Thank you so much, Jess. Wonderful. Thanks for your time, Chris. My pleasure. Wowzers, I told you that was going to be a long interview, but aren't you glad you stayed till the end? I'll be honest, I know I need to do more video in my own business. And this interview has really inspired me and got me thinking a bit more creatively about how I can put more video into what I do. Well, that wraps it up for another week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to tell another lawyer. I'll speak to you next week. Well, that's the end. Thank God. And thank you so much for sticking with it. I hope you got lots out of it. Next week, we're going to be joined with Todd Hartley, who's a gun. Oh, my God. I've really got to pump myself up because Todd's a very vibrant American. Uh, he's got cre- lots of cred in uh, his business wire bars and across the United States. Uh, He's uh, done things for Tony Robbins. And I am super pumped because he's going to give us a lot of insights, a lot of data combined with psychological outcomes to video, which I think is the whole premise of our podcast is to look at not so much the technical, but how it impacts business. What are the think-feel-dos as a result of good, strong video marketing. So I'm really excited to hear from Todd talking about the ins and outs before, during and after of remote selling. So it's very, very relevant at the moment in today's climate. And you're going to have some, I'm sure, great insights from Todd on how to go about that in a world where face-to-face contact is not that easy anymore and getting out there and being there without being there and being useful and helpful through this medium of video. It's going to be super, super excited. So thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you next week on Video Legend.